firstly, um, I'm surprised that some people think we are the same person or mm. I'm a profile created by your good self. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. That is weird. I never knew uh, that until this week. Yeah, yeah. A guy literally <laughs> was, it, it, it absolutely blew his mind uh, when I explained that you were a real person. Uh, he literally thought I'd been paid to set up your profile, mate. I got accused on LinkedIn the other day by someone that one of my posts was damaging my personal brand, which I found mm. amazing anyway because... <laughs> it's a bit it's, late, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, damage has been done, but it's it's my brands that I've created or if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. So how can I do damage to it? If I want to say, like, fuck off to all of you that think this mm. and then I lose 60% of my followers, mm. then that's good for my personal brand in my mind mm. because the mm. 40% that remain... Yeah, a more. Well, it's a core audience, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a core audience. That's what you want. That's what you're after. Is that? That's the whole point of content is building a core audience. Yeah. Fuck going viral for the sake of going viral. You know, that's that's why, you know, hats off to whoever's running Oleg's account and Bridget's account because if they're getting great numbers, but they're not. Um, you know, if 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 you're if you're a guy like Oleg and you're working for a um, a British company like the Daily Mail, and 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 you're getting eighty uh, percent of your engagement is is in India. Somebody that needs to explain to me what the fucking point of that is. I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I, I'd much rather have, you know, 20 core people that are regular customers. Bought into what you're doing. Bought into what I'm doing, how yeah. I speak, who I am. Yeah, it's much more valuable. valuable. So, so do you do a lot of the stuff on the numbers in the background? Yeah, yeah, you have to. So always analysing stuff. Like That's what makes me laugh. Like, you get people attacking me all the time, or people, even people messaging me, right, that used to like all my stuff, saying, you're not fucking funny anymore. Like, the stuff that you post out, I don't, I don't like it anymore. I'm like, well, I don't give a shit. Are you buying anything off me? Like, I'm not writing for you. Yeah. I'm not trying to become a comedian or a celebrity. I don't give a shit what you think. Like, your opinion's irrelevant. I get this. I get that quite a lot. <coughs> oh, you're not as funny as you used to be. Or, but yeah. no one was paying me to be funny then. No one's paying me not <laughs> no, to be funny no, now. No. Like, I don't, like, would you pay me to be funny? If you want to pay me, and I'll write you a personal message yeah. if you want every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crafted for you that will yeah, be funny. Yeah, you tell me what you find. Yeah, funny. you tell me what you want and me I'll to joke about, it, yeah. and I'll do it, and you mm. pay me. And how many of these people would. Mm. Not many, but if there are out there and you are watching, get in touch. Maybe that's our new angle, mate. Maybe you can Maybe just just it. pay me a mic. Whatever you think we do, that's funny. Personalize. Uh, we'll personalize it. We'll do it mm. for you. I mean, what what we charge you, mate? Well, it would need to end in a seven because to appear like it's value. So say we normally charge <laughs> right, nine, yeah. uh, ten thousand, but we do it yeah. for one hundred and ninety-seven pound per post. Yeah, that sounds good. That's the that's the price. Who owns the LinkedIn profile? Do you think well, you own your profile? You're, it's just a, what people get confused with LinkedIn is they presume that LinkedIn is different to Facebook or Instagram or whatever. It's not like it's turning in, it's turned into a social network. It's just another social network. Yeah. So if you as an individual are on there, yeah, sure you can get sacked for something you say on LinkedIn, like because it can damage their brand. But they don't own your profile, and that's the that, this is this is the thing that we tell people up front is when we go and do this for people, is that. Um, it's dangerous in that if you invest in four people and their personal brands and you pay us to do it and we grow these people massive audiences and you've got loads of traffic going in and then one of them fucks off to a different com company, yeah. you just lost 25% of that, that all that work. Yeah. Which, that's tough. That's just part and parcel of it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, definitely the company. The company just, the, the company just doesn't own you anymore, yeah. ever. <laughs> so, that's, that, personally, that's the, what I think. The amount of messages I get from people saying, Oh, I wish I could like your content or comment or engage your content, but yeah. I've been told by my boss or sales team leader or yeah, yeah, HR yeah. that I'm not allowed to yeah. because we would then be associated with the things that you say. Mm. 
And I just think, like, how, how can someone control what you do on a social media platform? Mental, mate. Within reason, yeah, you know, mental. obviously. And I can imagine they do, and I, and I kind of get why they do it. And I get the same thing, mate. I get the same thing. I get messages, you know, where people just say, you know, I really like the stuff that you say. Uh, you know, I just obviously you, you got to respect that I can't, I can't uh, engage with it. So I just thought I'd ping you a quick message saying it was a great post. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, just fucking have a bit of a, I was going to say have some balls and it's a bit sexist that nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, just be a bit fucking, a bit more, you. just be yourself. Just if you want to fucking like something or comment on something, just do it. And the more people who do that, the more we'll get rid of this professional attitude that, that there's just fucking nonsense. It was, you know, a, a, a this this kind of workplace construct that was made up by old white men decades mm. ago that still exists. The only way you can start doing it and getting rid of it in those industries is if you just start doing what you want. But most of these people that are whinging about, oh, this is unprofessional, mm. will be a completely different person than the pub on a Friday, Saturday. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but they'll also be the ones who are, who are walking around to the branding teams going, we want authentic content, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can you be authentic? If you're a different person in the pub on a weekend and you're a pro professional version of yourself in work, then what the fuck's authentic? yeah. yeah. Like you're either the same person or you're not, and your brand's authentic or it's not. Um, in where my old business, one of the things that we used to do, we used to get people that love what we did, get in touch, wanted us mm. to do something similar with their content. Yeah, yeah. We would then make their content in a style that they loved. Yeah. But then they didn't like what we'd done with it because it didn't look or feel like any of their other content. So then would want us to make our content more like their old content. Mm. It kind of blew my mind. It's like, well, you've asked me to do <laughs> yeah. this for you. We've yeah, done it for yeah. you. Now you're saying it's not like. <laughs> Your other yeah. stuff, but you've told me your other stuff shit and no one likes it. Yeah, yeah. And they came to you as the the expert in, in whatever it is you're doing. It's like when the people bring someone in who's supposedly good at what they do and then they micromanage them. Yeah. yeah. It's the same concept. It's yeah. it, it fucking baffles me. Like we, we do it all the time. We write stuff for people. And the amount of, uh, there's, there's a company I'm, I'm about to fuck off at the minute uh, who oh, all my customers now will be like, oh, is that us? Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> about to yeah. find out who it is now. But, um, but they're, um, because everything that I send over and write for them, they uh, they tweak it. Don't tell me they tweaked it. Put it out and it dives. And then it's your fault. And then it's my fault. Whereas when we were writing before and they weren't tweaking it, it was going well. But they were getting a little bit of negativity on it, which you're always going to get, by the way. Good content always offends someone or always polarizes opinion in some way where you'll get some negative debate on there or you get someone who doesn't like it. That's just part and parcel of life. Mm. Look at all the big brands. They've done it for years. Um it was working for them, but they then turned around and said, oh, we don't like it. We, you know, we had a comment off such and such, such a body might damage the brand. So now they've started tweaking it and it stopped working. How would you judge a marketing campaign? Basically? 100%. Well, well, you never judge it, never judge it straight kind of uh, as soon as it happens. So for instance, like that was the mistake that, again, there's so many opinions around marketing. Pe people in marketing, it's like anything, like the, you've got armchair marketers all the time. You know, it's the same people who have got opinions on football when they've never played in their life. The same people who've got, you know, opinions on parenting, they've not got kids. Um, it's the same with marketing. People have fucking loads of opinions about what good marketing looks like or what good content looks like. But like the Gillette campaign, for instance, right? If you look at that as a standalone piece of marketing, Mint campaign, like in my opinion, Mint campaign had the right message. It's taking their product away from a dying market, which, which, all right, is still they're still actually the biggest spending market at the minute. But they will that will die out in the next few years. Um, and that's the older generation that, that are traditionally buying their razors and they're trying to appeal to a, a new generation, are trying to appeal to more women because women actually are, are probably where Gillette are getting most of their sales from now. Um, and, and they did this fantastic marketing campaign. But actually, in, you know, in reality, if you look at the aftermath of that, even though I thought it was a good message, I didn't jump on social media to say, that's a great marketing campaign like a lot of marketers did. Because how the fuck do you know? And actually, if you look at the aftermath, it's not a great marketing campaign because uh, a brand has tried to push an ethical message 
um, when they're an unethical brand. They charge yeah. women fucking, what is it? Is it 21% more for their some, raises? Yeah, something ridiculous. You know, they, they, they fucking, they shave otters and cats and stuff to test the razors. They're, they're not an ethical brand and they're trying to push an ethical message. So it's fucking bombed and they got yeah. destroyed. You, ca- you can't get away with doing that, unfortunately. And, and that's, but the difference is, is you can't jump on a, on a campaign and go, that, no, that, that came out yesterday, it's in that great piece of marketing. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Yeah. They got a clue. The proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Or the results it generates. Yeah, the results are the only thing that matters. And then we say, like, on the flip side of that, then an example where a campaign's done really well was the Nike. Uh, the Nike Colin Cape in it, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, and again, you couldn't have judged that as a good uh, as a good move, but the only difference between Nike and a lot of other brands is Nike polarise opinion and take a stand consistently, which makes me think that they, they know exactly who they're going after because they know who buys their products more. They've looked, they've analysed the stats, they know that they can back a certain group and every time that they back that group, it will rocket profits eventually and probably work. They'll never know for definite, but it will probably work. Yeah. And that's why they, are con- they consistently get results by polarising opinion and taking a stand. Other brands get it so fucking wrong. Number one, because they probably haven't got the data there to start with. Yeah. But number two, just because they, they're probably not very good at looking at what their brand really is. Like, I'm pretty sure Gillette don't realise that they're an unethical brand. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're C-suite aren't sat there going, yeah, we're pretty unethical guys. Probably, yeah. probably shouldn't do that. You yeah. know? Are they? So, no, no, no. Um, native video seems to be, the rise of native video has been yeah. massive on there recently and it's, I don't know, there's like a certain level of, of, of production yeah. or what would you call it? The production value isn't very high and it's just shaky videos in someone's... Yeah, car selfies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but like there's a few people on there that seem to have done really, really well on that platform. Mm. Have you seen the Sally Illingsworth uh, videos? So she does random videos of her mm. headphones on, dancing around the kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen brains, uh, brains over breasts, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag brains yeah, over breasts. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, obviously, a lot of her videos, I can imagine, if you're anything like me, you'd watch them with the sound off. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear, hear a message or watch... Why, why is that, mate? Just it's off-putting, I right. find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got office. Eh? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you don't want to sound on in the office. But you've seen her... Um, I did a post um, recently. Well, it was her post. I'll show you this one, what you think about this. So, so she's got this quote here that says, uh, your personal brand is your greatest asset. No employer can fire it. No bank can repossess it and no competitor can replace it. Just kind of what we were saying about, you know, you own your personal I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of true, yeah, fair, fair enough. So that's something that you would buy into? Uh, well, I don't buy into quotes for the sake of quotes that don't mean anything, but I get what she's saying. Uh, so she's really in, big on uh, LinkedIn Native at the moment. She does yeah. uh, videos of herself dancing around, videos of herself singing along to songs, videos of herself in a car, you know, the textbook wobbly camera um, in the car. And then she's got this little beauty here. I've seen that. So moody scenario, hotel room, nice soft lighting, mm-hmm. uh, soft focus, quite sultry. I think that's what you'd call it. But my question to you is: yeah. Do you think it's like such a cheap tactic? You know, wearing a uh, dressing gown, showing a bit of flesh, and playing up to that kind of role yeah. just to get views and likes and. Uh, I, I think I think the problem you've got is uh, this is why I, I fucking hate Instagram. Is that Instagram is that on steads? Yeah, and, and I get I get what she's doing. I get what she's doing. You know, and you know what I, the, the problem is is a market. I think this is where me and you will disagree on content. Is that um, do I like that sort of content? Nope, as an individual. But if it's bringing her in 
money on the back end and her stats are good and she's building an audience, as a marketer, I can't disagree with it. Yeah. So do I think it's do I think it's a good piece of content? Do I think she's playing to it? 110 fucking percent yeah. yeah she's playing the Instagram Instagram game on LinkedIn is it what's it doing as a mar- uh, from a marketing perspective I don't have a clue Neither yeah well do. she said she um, what did she say she's got 30,000 followers in 30 weeks off the back of like these kind of posts and it was never her intention which ironically right. it was 100% her intention well wait, of course it is or you wouldn't be posting on social media you're not posting on social media for two likes one off your mum one off the, the, the you know a colleague are you, you're posting on there because you want attention. And not what I, what I don't mean that is I don't mean like that in an egotistical way. You don't want necessarily want attention for that. You might just want attention to drive revenue to a business or you might want attention to build a brand or you might like, but that's bullshit. Anyone who's on social media in the first place is doing it for one reason and one reason only. Yeah, You're not doing it. Otherwise, if, if you were doing it and you, you that wasn't your intention, either you just wouldn't be on there or you'd be sat there with no connections posting yeah. for yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah, everyone's on there for the same reason. Personally, I think it's a cheap tactic, and you'd never catch us doing anything like that just for likes and views. I'd never do that personally, Mike. I wouldn't either. Honeypot profiles. Have you ever yeah. heard of them? Uh, ish. Yeah. What? What? Walk me through it, mate. What's a honeypot? So profile? I only know them because I had to run one for someone that I used to work for. So years and years ago, I wasn't on LinkedIn. Yeah. I worked for this company, and they said, "Oh, we've got a our sales team. We've got their own LinkedIn profiles." But if we can't get in our foot in the door with a company, we use this other profile, which we'll call Melanie Winnett just for the, for this example. Right. Okay, yeah. And I would have to run Melanie Winnett's profile and I would talk to people from companies that we'd want to work with and almost um, entice them in to work with us, right. which is cool. And I'll be honest, you know, she did really, really well. <coughs> she got um, head unzid. Uh, I had to have calls about her, but it was really weird trying to run it in the sense that we had to lie. She was never in the office, so it was like, oh, I've been talking to her all day on LinkedIn. Oh, no, she's working from home today. Mm. Honestly, it was fucking stressful to her. How, how, how long was that going on for? Uh, two years. Right, no way. Two years. But then it made it embarrassing and stuff when I went to, like, you know, like um, shows and exhibition shows and mm. stuff like that. It's like trade shows. Uh, people would ask for her. Oh, is Melanie in? And I remember this one guy coming up who uh, I, I knew very well. He used to send her messages at all strange times of the night. And he was asking where she was. I said, I didn't know where she was. He said, well, tell her that I've been down here. And the whole time while he was talking to me, I was just thinking, I've seen your dick. <laughs> cool. I've seen your dick. Yeah, so, and that was a company that actually proactively had a fake profile on LinkedIn. Yeah. And tapped into that, that male psyche, which was let's go and let's sexualize it. So, and it was a setup, I'd imagine. The picture on there, it was like half the girl's head was sacrificed so you could get an extra 50% worth of cleavage in the pictures and stuff like that. And that wasn't seen as unusual or wrong. That was seen, well, other companies do this. Like we all yeah, know yeah, these yeah, yeah. exist on there. I don't know if you've ever got come across them or experienced them. Or I haven't, mate. This isn't, this isn't news to me. And, and all my ads uh, saying is, uh, we, could, we could do this for clients. <laughs> Why don't we? Set up <laughs> yeah. on your yeah, this, is a new, this is a new service, mate. I could do that. I could build them profiles. Yeah, well. Um, but no, I didn't know they exist, mate. Um, interesting market. There's, there's a few telltale signs. I think I think I can spot them mm. a mile off now. So it'll be, there's not much work history on them. They won't have mm. that many connections. Yeah. The pictures will either be stock images or quite, quite obviously yeah. uh, fake. But what I always used to do now, so if I ever get approached by these types of profiles... 
um, you know, selling services on behalf of a company or whatever. I always Google that person or I always go and search Instagram because if mm. that person looks like that and I'm making assumptions here on, you can imagine the type of profile picture it would be used for these like, types of profiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have an Instagram because mm. they appear that they love themselves so much they'd be all over yeah, Instagram sort of or they'd person. be all over yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. and quite often they wouldn't be. Mm. But um, it's, that leads you on to, uh, you know, where people also viewed. Have you ever seen that section on the right-hand side? Yeah, mine's horrendous, mate. What's yours like? Oh, I, 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 sometimes I'm offended by who they put you in a group <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, same, same. But not just that. You're only yeah. two clicks away from uh, boobs. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you read yours out now and I'll read mine out. Yeah, so I've got, uh, I've got Ariana uh, Ajtar. It's just a, a girl in like a, a bikini with an open front. Yeah. Uh, I've got Stephanie Scott, similar sort of picture. Chantelle Vizard, uh, she's a freelance junior uh, lingerie designer. And I've got Janice Jones, who's just, uh, it says full-time mummy, and it's just a, a girl bent over. <laughs> wow. And I, Sir Alex Ferguson and Mitch Sullivan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, something we might not agree on is humble brags. Like, I know you look at the stats and how well opposed to us, but I just yeah. think they're cringy as fuck. So I wanted to get your opinion on whether it works, why people do them, and that mm. kind of thing. So I agree, mate, and I don't like them. Um, but I've also helped clients who do include them in their in their content. Um, and the fact of the matter is, like, as a, as a person, as an individual, I hate them. Uh, I don't see any reason for them. But as a as a as a marketer, if if they work and the data's good on 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 you know, the back end and it's bringing in something tangible. I can't really argue with it as a marketer, like, um, you know, and, and, and as well, like you've got to realize that I think the posts that we don't like and everything that we go against is if it wasn't out there, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So I'm almost kind of thankful that so many people think that that's the way to go. Yeah. But I wouldn't stand out as much if, you know, if, if they were, if people were fucking normal. Yeah. <laughs> do you well, know what I mean? So, I like parodying posts, and I wish I could uh, parody the chair, uh, the Jeff Shrimpson post. We've seen that one this week. No, it is. Um, he's a proud father who his son has invested in his new business, yeah. um, which is washing cars, like any normal. Ah, the investment in it. the bucket and sponge. Uh, yeah, post. yeah, three yeah, washes yeah. return of investment. Yeah, it's a, a, a fantastic tale of business acumen. Mm. Um, some people would say. Mike Winnett would say, you're pleased that you got yourself a new 18-plate Maserati and you just wanted to get that onto yeah. uh, LinkedIn any way you could. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. instead of just saying, look, I'm a bit of a wanker. I want to show that I've got a Maserati. Yeah. Aren't you all jealous that I'm doing so well? Yeah. He's probably forced his son to go out there and wash his car for that photo opportunity. 100%. And that's, um, if anyone's not seen that post, that we'll include that in the podcast so you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that as well. But yeah, so it's just them types of things. I just think, I don't know why people do them. Yeah. Oh, it's crap, mate. I, like I say, I, as an individual, I hate it. Uh, but if if it's going to bring your business in revenue and, and, and as a marketer, I can track that and help you do more of it, then one of them, innit? I mean, what what amazes me, though, is, is you'll get this as well, and this is from people that actually write humble brags, and, and I, I've worked and, and do work with some people who do it, is they still don't... It's not that I think they don't realise they're doing a humble brag. It's just that they're reluctant to admit why they're doing it. Yeah. It's like yeah. They're, they're, they're painting this 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 kind of front that they actually genuinely believe the shit that they're peddling. Yeah. When we all know it's fucking bollocks. If I, I'm working with them really closely to help them push out content. Yeah. And they're still not telling me that it's complete bollocks. Yeah. Which kind of says a lot about who they are, I think. 
but why do you do you, do you think people need to do this because they see other people doing this they think well they're they're doing it so i'm gonna do it. or do you think people are just they they're happy they're pleased that they achieve certain things in life or they're pleased that they've got certain things and yeah. there's just something inside them where they've got to show off like mm. they've got to you know other people just say oh you've done really well because i've i've worked with people like that where yeah. all they want is to just get credit for certain mm. things and that's actually more important than mm. doing the thing or achieving something it's like as long as people think i am successful or mm. done well or um whatever that might be they'd rather look successful than be successful and i think social media um is putting more people towards yeah. that way if that yeah. makes sense but it's because it's because everyone's insecure right that's what it is so yeah. everyone's properly insecure, yeah? We all secretly crave attention, like everybody does. But the way that they do it is they, they you know, you get this when, this is why I never really, um, or I struggle with people who are, who are like uber materialistic. You know, I, I get that people want nice things, but it's when they, they go too far, you know, like the first time they get a bit of money, they suddenly go out and get a fucking Beamer on finance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah. the minute they get a bit of money in the pocket and you've got you've got kids there on like, you know, 25 grand driving Beamers. If you're doing that, give your head a fucking wobble. So you've got the Humble Brags, which is uh, really, really popular. But in my mind, it's obvious why they're doing it. And now yeah. you're telling me, obviously, it works you're on the, like, based on the numbers. Well, for some people, not everyone. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not an advocate of everyone suddenly going out and doing it. I mean, if you want to, go and do it, because it's just easier for us to do what we do. But yeah, um, It amazes me the people that like that, though, and don't see it for what it is. Like, I'm surprised. I, I say this quite a lot, though, but stupid hangs around in large numbers. Like, but, but, yeah, but, but don't... Uh, I think, like, that it does. And, and the vast majority of people are probably thick. But you've also got herd mentality as well. Yeah. Often people don't like something because they like it. They like it because everyone else is liking it. Yeah, of course. That's it. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Probably but, why I get so many likes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the content but if, if, if but then also the algorithm it's it's set up for that it's like if so many people like it in the first 20 minutes they're going to yeah. push out to more people so yeah. that's what you, you're doing aren't you you're yeah. banking on doing numbers and, sure. um in the first 20 minutes of a post or whatever what i've noticed as well is nowadays is struggle porn like i'm working harder than you are yeah, yeah. i'm more of a successful entrepreneur than you because yeah. what time do you wake up well yeah. i wake up 10 minutes early what time are you in <laughs> yeah, the gym yeah, yeah, yeah. the weights aren't heavier at 4 30 in the morning than they are at 5 30 in the morning it's the yeah. same weights but um, they are my favorite posts at the moment to parody. And what I've noticed is last year, people used to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. That was seen as ultra successful. <laughs> it's now 4.30 in the morning. Have you seen them? 4.30 group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's now the 4.30. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you're telling me how busy you yeah. are. You're telling me your morning routine. And no one ever says, I've had a quick five minutes on Pornhub before I get out of bed. Or I have like, you know, the one inch wank so I don't wake up the missus that's next to me. No one ever says that stuff, yeah, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... It's all like, you know, I got up straight away, sprung out of bed instantly. It's always the same kind of like language and stuff. Yeah. But um, it's going to get earlier and earlier. It's going to be 3.30 next year. That's yeah, my yeah, um, yeah. that's my prediction and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Why do you think people have to show off that they work hard? Do you think it's real or do you think people just, they don't really work that hard and they're trying yeah, to yeah. lie to themselves? Or? They are lying to themselves. They're always lying to themselves. When people do this, it's just, it's just, it's bullshit. Like, honestly, I, the only time I I will happily admit to you now that some days... You know, I don't get up till half ten, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I wake up to a lot of client emails and some missed calls, uh, but that's just, uh, you know, that, that's just me. Like I I couldn't get up at that time and function. Yeah. Like the only time I've ever been up is probably once for a flight. Yeah. You know, to, to uh, an easyJet flight to somewhere shit, and I was, and it really pissed me off. So now I just book flights in the afternoon. Um. So it's not um. I think I think it's just about being honest about who you are. Like it's the same thing. Like some some days some days. Uh, 
You know, I, I'll literally switch off my email because I'm I'm not feeling it. I'll get up at ten. You know, I'll have a quick stroll. Maybe I'll, you know, fuck around and and, and watch Netflix for ages, uh, and 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 not do much work. Is that cool? Mm. Does that mean I'm successful? <laughs> Sometimes I do that for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it's this whole, um, I work harder than you, so I'm more successful than you think mm. at the moment. I think it's almost yeah. dangerous. Um, it but if you look as well, I, I take Gary Vee as an example. He's like, say, if you're not willing to like bleed out of your fucking eyes, then you're not working hard enough. As a, yeah. I think that's quite a dangerous message. But, but it's also fucking nonsense. Yeah, of course it is. It's just fucking nonsense. Like, like I, The thing is, like, I, I got told by like, like, uh, this ages ago, and, and somebody said, like, the difference between, they didn't, they didn't call them entrepreneurs at the time. I think that's yours. Yeah. Oh, that's something you can TM. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, entrepreneurs, when I mean, they used to yeah. start calling them, didn't they? But he said, like, the difference between them is that um, is that uh, entrepreneurs um, entrepreneurs just do something because it's it's fashionable. So Gary Vee's made working hard and trying to build a business and talking, doing more talking about building a business and actually building a business fashionable, right? Um, so everyone's trying to do it. And he said, the difference is entrepreneurs uh, know in the back of their mind that they are. are Probably instead, instead, in, in terms of probability, I mean, massively uh, probable that they will never ever be successful. Uh, all right, okay. Ever, like, yeah. I mean, in, in, in the back of their minds, an entrepreneur, they go, "I don't give a shit, right? I enjoy what I'm doing anyway, so I'm just going to keep doing it. And if if I don't get lucky enough to ever sell a business or build a massive business, I'm just going to keep doing it to the day I die anyway because I I, enjoy, I just enjoy it and I don't have to talk about it. I just enjoy doing it. Whereas entrepreneurs are people who get up, do it once. Realize it's all really hard. Crumble and go back and get a job again. Yeah. So there's a massive difference. It's like the fact that entrepreneurs know in the back of their minds that listen, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us are never ever going to get there. Yeah. You know. Um. But you just keep going. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's, there's no real science to it. It doesn't matter how what early you get up or how hard you work or how many hours you work or none of that's. There's no blueprint. Like yeah. everyone just needs to stop trying to force each other down the same fucking path because it's not the same. But do you think it's because everyone is looking for that shortcut and that is probably why there are so many online Insta gurus and yeah. stuff. Look at growth hackers. Yeah. Growth hackers aren't a byproduct of, of um, good marketing. Growth hackers are a byproduct of short-termism. Yeah. Of people wanting results now and wanting to be able to build a business now and wanting to be able to get 10,000 followers or 10,000 users on the, on the new app now. That's what they're a byproduct of. But short-termism isn't good marketing. Yeah. Good marketing is long-term thinking. So short-termism like, then would probably be joining an engagement pod on LinkedIn to get your content seen. Exactly, yeah, exactly, mate. Like That is the fucking, that is categorically the, the, the best example of short-termism, of growth hacking, that it's just fucking nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Um, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're getting, if you've got a little WhatsApp community of people that you have to go out to and say, hey guys, I've just put a piece of content, like it so we can game the algorithm and get our content out of there. Yeah. It's fucking bollocks. You're not producing good content. No. And what's that, what that's doing is gradually damaging the social platform that you're posting on. Yeah. So it, building an audience is long-term. I mean, it can take two years, it can take five years, it can take 10 years to build a really engaged, decent audience for a brand, yeah? Um, and what these people are doing gradually and what they don't realize is because they're after short-term results and short-term likes and short-term comments and short-term engagement and increasing their followers, they're gradually damaging that brand so that long-term marketing is being affected because the rest of us will then struggle to build an audience and struggle to get decent content out there naturally and organically because it's fucking decent. Yeah. Because shit content is, is fucking drowning it because of these fucking stupid pods. But some people don't realize the difference 
between a pod like i see a pod as um where you join to get your content seen but you are forced to like other people's content so you could put out a shit piece of content and i'll be honest you put out content sometimes i won't like it yeah if i don't like it shit, mate. <laughs> nine, no, nine but, out of ten but that's what it is and yeah. i and i wouldn't want to be in a group where because you've posted a uh, piece of content mm. i'm told that i have to like it and if i don't you're going to kick me out the like the mm. engagement pod is fucking stupid See, i didn't know that happened and that's fucking nonsense as well yeah no that is so i know i know people that uh, were in a very popular engagement pod uh, mm. that's frequented by some of the top voices on linkedin top voice on linkedin and they do these articles themselves where they name themselves so not only are they artificially inflating their numbers and boosting yeah, their content yeah, yeah. they're also putting out supporting evidence to say well we are the the, the um the profiles to follow <laughs> yeah i 100% guarantee we'd never make it on that that well, list we'll be fucked we'll be balls um, we'll be but, in fact if i ever did mate shoot me i'll tell you funny i don't st- want to be on that fucking list do you? Funny story, right? i used to take the piss out of these like award lists and these uh, like top 100 lists all the time and i remember it being a sector that i used to work in mm. um i said it's your list of shambles any top 100 list in that sector that's not got my name on is absolute bullshit because I should be on there. Mm. I said, I can't even name another 100 people that are in this sector, so how can I not be on there? Yeah. And uh, they put me on the list here after. They put me in 51. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they put me on 51. Uh, and, uh, they actually put me in there, I think, just to shut me up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, one of them things where I just thought, oh, well, you've actually... And that's what it took, was me just calling them out on LinkedIn, telling them how bullshit all these lists were. Yeah. I think they gave me that a title. I think I was uh, the UK's number one mover and shaker, number 51 in the world overall. <laughs> right. Matt, right. um, solid title, that mate. Yeah, no, yeah, move shake. It was a good one. So when I said that you were coming onto the podcast, I went onto LinkedIn because that's your platform. I know yeah. that there'd be a lot of people on there that wanted to ask you stupid questions, some good questions. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people that don't like you. Same with myself. <laughs> well, yeah, so I yeah. threw it open, and we think we had like eighty or ninety questions put to us. The majority right. of them were shit, so <laughs> yeah. they've not made the cut. That's pretty, yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to run through some of them. If that's okay. Yeah. So I have got uh, pods. Are you podding up? So is this us podding up? With you, mate, yeah. We have that WhatsApp group, don't we? Yeah, we have that. Win it, Kelsall pod. Yeah. Sally A. What's it called? uh, Sally Illingsworth. She's in there. Yeah, it's got a few others in there. All the the big names are in there. Oleg. Um, There's some people that aren't aren't allowed in there now because they didn't play by the rules. Yeah. Didn't like my content quick enough, so I booted them out. Yeah, yeah. Off the pop. so yeah, no pod like podding up. No, we're just doing a podcast together. So um, yeah, yeah, partially yeah. the same. I mean, yeah, I like Mike stuff. You like some of my stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're both northern. Uh, right. So uh, when does a satirist? Is it satirist or satirist? I never know uh, this. Just, just however you want to say. Just it. word. They're only yeah. words. Doesn't yeah. matter if you get them wrong anyway. Um, so when does a satirist become an influencer? No. Well, that's what it's I said. Ha- it's happened. Look. Do you know what I said? It's I happened. said, what am I selling you? Mm. Because I've always thought that if you are an influencer on social media, you are trying to influence someone to purchase something. Mm. If someone can tell me what I'm selling mm. and making money from, yeah. by all means, tell me. Because yeah, I'm yeah. not yeah. that you guys know of yet. Or maybe you are. Maybe or maybe I am. Bluff. Maybe that's the sell. Yeah. But no, really, I'm not. Clever. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know what an influencer is, mate. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I guess if you influence people in, in any way, shape, or form, maybe you can be considered one. It's like the word who, entrepreneur. Who, then who cares? It's just a yeah, it's a buzzword. It's a bullshit word. That don't really can matter. you call yourself an entrepreneur? Can you call yourself an influencer? Like, well, well, I don't like, think you're either. You're just a. I don't know what you are. I don't know. Yeah, is the answer, mate. 
but also I think like um, I don't think I'd buy anything that I see Kylie Jenner saying, oh, by the way, go and no. get your teeth whitened at this place. Like, no. I don't think I can be influenced by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I'm not either, but I think, I think, but we're not mass market, mate. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever be mass market. Like, you know, if, if, if Kylie Jenner, like I, I, say, I said it uh, in one of the things I wrote, if Kylie Jenner um, made, you know, eyelashes out of the pubes of homeless Greek men, she'd sell a few million, million pairs, wouldn't she? Like, yeah. if not more. Because she's got an audience, like, and that's the value of having an audience. Okay, she's got an audience of fucking idiots, but yeah, she's the first uh, billionaire. Uh, is it the first uh, Instagram billionaire or, or, oh, young, or the youngest uh, billionaire? I don't know if you know that. Right. Well, that, that just shows the state of the world, doesn't it? To be honest. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I, I, I sort of read an article about it because I'm, I read a lot of highbrow stuff. And um, oh yeah, did yeah. <laughs> right. And um, it said um, all self, like all self-made. Like, there's no help at all. Like, no help from having, like, a TV program on mm. Sky TV, like, a rich and wealthy family, well-known family, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But it was, like, all down to herself. But, yeah, she's the world's youngest billionaire. Right. She's a fair play to her. All yeah, often. I mean... That's like, is it, is it all right? Like, say your post, and this actually takes me on to another question that we got asked, which was, uh, we'd be talking about whether Kelsall's posts are wanky or ironic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is, uh, someone was asking on behalf of Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, So do you yeah. care as long as it makes money? Like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Mate, I'm a marketer. Like, I, I've never, ever, ever said anything different. Ever. Like, I, I've, I've released ebooks saying the same thing, that when I do stuff, it's marketing. I'm trying to sell to you in some way, shape, or form. Not hiding it. And and, and that's it. So it's like somebody came on a, a, on a message to me telling me, like, like like we said before, don't find you funny anymore. So fucking what? I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. Like, somebody thinks my posts are wanky. Good. You're not the sort of person who'd buy off me. And I know who that Chris is as well. Yeah. Tell him to get out from me on that keyboard, the bald prick. I only knew of this guy because he kept going on my posts. Like you, you know, he's got a bit. He must have a bit of a thing for me. Whether yeah. it's a negative thing or a positive thing, he's still got a bit of a thing. And he's yeah. to have a word with himself. I have no clue who he is. Yeah, I got told recently that uh, no. this was last week uh, that I will get the rewards my limited humour and limited creativity um, justifies. <laughs> right, and okay. obviously, you know, like what I used to do before this. So yeah, I just yeah, wanted that yeah. saying. I've had far more out of my limited creativity and limited humour yeah. than I ever thought was possible. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like financial yeah. reward for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just anyway. exactly. I, I mean, people honestly <laughs> think that that I'm I've got an ego and I'm full of myself. I'm not. Like, I'm surprised I've got a business. <laughs> but so long as I've got a business, I'm going to keep doing it. As long as the data tells me that I'm going to keep having the business, I keep doing it. Like, yeah. that's it. Simple as that. So, is uh, another question: future of social media more echo chambers pods or will it be more genuine voices which way do you think it's going to go well i think it's always been the same mate i think people are always going to try and find ways of gaming the system then the system changes so they try to find a new way of gaming the system then the system changes i don't think it goes either way yeah it just people just another adapt. platform yeah people adapt yeah. and another platform crops up and that takes over this platform and then they jump on that one and then they adapt to that one i don't think it's people are always trying to dictate where things are going or or, or at least predict where things are going to go yeah how the fuck you know? Like it's just, it's always been the same sort of dynamic. This t this so. then makes me think our posts seem to be becoming popular, like mm. our style of post now. And obviously it, now it makes sense because obviously mm. you're doing a lot of work for with different people and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now that's probably why I'm seeing more of those type of yeah, posts. Yeah, yeah. But when, and it goes back to that, you know, gamekeeper poacher type uh, conundrum, when, mm -hmm. when does our stuff then deserve to get parodied? Because at the moment, you've mm. been on a state of LinkedIn, haven't you? Haven't oh, they? yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hilarious because like the, 
because the, <laughs> the guy who does it he's like I'm sure he's like 22, 23 doesn't really uh, use LinkedIn but I don't think he gets ironic humour well no they've I've featured noticed, me well, this, well that's what I noticed so they featured you they featured uh, Mitch Sullivan they fe- so they featured all the people that do ironic comedy and all the people that, that do these sorts of parody posts they've featured which makes me think that they don't actually understand yeah. ironic humour uh, I think it's a great account, actually. I actually genuinely do think it's a great idea. Yeah, I've asked but I also, to come in, you know. I also think that they don't understand it. I don't think they actually get what they're doing. I think they've hit onto something without yeah. realizing what they fit onto. Yeah, yeah. clever. But yeah, I, I think he, I think he's. I think actually, people like that. It's people like that that, as marketers, I'd love to work with. Because I think actually, what they what they don't realize they've done probably with their accounts, if they is they've uh, done something that most marketers aren't capable of doing. Yeah, and it's very valuable. Well. I know most marketers are shit at marketing. If you really, it's like 99%, most LinkedIn. Ninety nine percent of them. Most uh, LinkedIn experts that are selling course how to grow your LinkedIn profile or how to be seen on LinkedIn. I haven't got a foot. I haven't got a yeah. clue about these things yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they've not got that many followers. They've not got that many yeah. um, likes on the post or whatever. Yeah. How many followers have you got, Dan? Uh, it's eighteen, nineteen thousand, something like that. Oh, that's a lot less than Sally. I think. Well, Sally's better than me. But she did, well, she did it in thirty weeks as well, yeah, unintentionally, yeah. and you're intentionally worse than her. Sally's, yeah, Sally's the Sally's the better the marketer. What can I say, mate? What can I say? Oh. Maybe one day I'll have a dressing gown too. Uh, I'll take it. That one that you gave me, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, not all guests will be getting dressing gowns, by the way, mate. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, your MMA career. Do you want to talk about that or not? Uh, my, yeah, my. I don't know whether you could call it a career. Long and illustrious career. I don't know whether you can call it a career. So, I, yeah, I was just kind of. Uh, well, I did it as a, as a young lad. And I was sort of thought on and off for 10 years, but uh, relatively unsuccessfully, you know. Go on YouTube, you'll see me getting twatted a lot. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, hence hence for the, the squash nose and, and the horrible ears. And Did you go to the normal gym wearing like your uh, <coughs> your Wolf Slayer hoodie or your Supremacy hoodie, you know, so everybody in the local town knows that you're a cage no, I, wasn't, I wasn't a prick because once actually... Because there's uh, a rise of that, isn't there? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I stopped doing it because, uh, and, and this was like back back in the day as well when people didn't really know what MMA was uh, and, I, and and people were already starting calling people out for it because I was walking home once from the gym and I only lived around the corner. I lived in the Northern Quarter and I was I was uh, training at Predators in Manchester and I walked around the, the corner in a pair of tap-out shorts yeah, yeah. and I uh, got heckled off some lads on a balcony so I just never ever did it since. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would just wear normal clothes to the gym, <laughs> get changed and then just stuff all the MMA stuff in a bag and not... Uh, but yeah, you do. You you see them all the time, mate. They're all if you you know all the gear, no idea. Yeah, my brother, my no. brother fights. We've spoke about this before, yeah, but yeah. Um, he says there's um, them like gym warriors. They come to the gym. They have got all the gear. They'll even bring the girlfriend down, and they'll go. And, <laughs> yeah, they'll to go, watch. Yeah, yeah we, we, we had a mean? couple of lads used and to do that, and they were shy. Yeah, yeah, of course. But they'll they'll yeah. tee off on the new starter, and you yeah. know what I mean. They'll just be like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But then when they fought anyone that like could do a bit, you know, they'd always end in tears and stuff. But yeah. you'd see them walking around. The shopping centre with the tap out gear on and that, and you just think, come on, mate. What, <laughs> yeah, you see what, what you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, there's a stat: fifteen percent of viewers, yeah, that start a podcast stay to listen to the very end. All ah, right, so only fifteen percent so, of the people are, uh, are watching or listening now. Yeah, so we've lost eighty-five percent of the people that first clicked on. So F- fuck them. We've got a message for that eighty-five percent. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Bet Chris is in that, isn't he? You bald prick. Yeah, there you go. Job's done. So that is yeah. it. Done. First podcast in the bag, and probably the last podcast. 